1: Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive Expanded Aspect Ratio.
0: Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. We do reviews and recaps of your favorite movies and shows. We focus on representation and the voices that are ignored. Yo, 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 it's Salam Nerds. My in the I need leave, aka i need I'm here, my boy. Yes. We drop live episodes on YouTube on Sundays, Tuesdays. And Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. All episodes can also be found everywhere podcasts are found. Thank you to all our supporters. Please help us by subscribing and leaving a good review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Sounds cool yo yeah, yo yeah, yo yeah. salam nerds it's your boy neves aka watch with neves and we are here with a special guest but first let me introduce my co-host dj flurkin
2: <laughs> i approve i love the cats you so approve, much right but no let's go straight Sagar, man that was great
0: <laughs> Sagar, welcome back to our show you were the first celebrity to ever be on our show and and we are so happy to have you back man
1: oh thanks man yeah happy to be back it's been uh it's been a little over a year and you know you say celebrity and it, that makes me feel weird i don't see myself as that. <laughs> just a guy you know
0: you're you're a celebrity to us that's all that matters even before I, you were on the show you were always a celebrity to us it was it was your beard that that, that had more fame than you <laughs> stardom yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, in fact, when we ask people, oh, do you have any questions for Sagar? They were all about your beard routine.
1: <laughs> Back then or currently?
0: Both? Back then, even currently now, they're still talking about your <laughs> beard routine.
1: And wow, wow. Uh,
0: they, they yeah, that's so funny. Bit. I haven't had a
1: beard uh, since uh, uh, literally the day that of the Miss Marvel premiere. Last time I talked to you guys, I had already shaved it off. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Right now, I have just a mustache, but, like, you know, I'm a little dirty right now. I don't care. I don't care about anything anymore, guys. (laughs) Living the dream.
0: I love it. We're doing it live, guys. (laughs) We don't care about anything right now. Whatever. So, like, when you were shooting um, the Marvels, that was right after uh, Miss Marvel, right? So, like, when the premiere and everything happened, you had already shot your scenes for the Marvels? Because you had Um, the beard.
1: Yeah, so uh, for half of the movie, it's a real beard. And
0: <gasps> for the other
1: half of the movie, it was fake.
0: No. no. <laughs> I, uh, I, that makes sense, though.
1: It's so funny because like we did principal photography right after we finished shooting this Marvel. We had like a three-month break, and then we uh, went to London to do uh, principal photography. And um, and then, like a year later, Miss Marvel came out, and I decided that uh, the day of the premiere, like an hour before the premiere, walking the red carpet, I was with my uh, hair and makeup person and my wardrobe person, and I was like, you know what? Let's go crazy. Let's like let's move it. Let's get it. Let's get it over with. And so uh, I did it, and then I like. Immediately freaked out after I got rid of it. I was like, "Oh fuck! I should have talked to more people about this. I should have like, <laughs> I should have thought about this more." And then I was like, "Well, it is what it is, right?" So um, we did the premiere. So we, we had the premiere, and then uh, nobody recognized me, which you know worked against me. But uh, but then I uh, the next day we did we had our press junket day, and we did that that big one, the one where Kevin Feige was there. And so uh, after that interview ended, Kevin Feige walked up to me and he's like, hey, uh, how long is it going to take to grow that back? And, and I thought he was just like, you know, joking with me. And I'll yeah, it'll be, back in a, it'll be back in a few weeks. The next day I get an email from someone at Marvel saying, don't touch your facial hair because we need you back in London in two weeks for reshoots. And I was like, what the hell, man? You couldn't tell me this yesterday? <laughs> so, anyways I, I uh that's I so funny shaving, and uh and it was like probably three times this, this length by the time i got back to london and i yeah. had to go into uh to work an hour and 45 minutes earlier than i would normally have to every day because that's how long it took for them to put on the fake beard and then give that's it a make it look like my real beard and we had to do that that's every single day for like 15 days
0: that's <laughs> so funny i could totally imagine kevin feige coming up to you and being like god damn it, <laughs> that's yeah, so even i mean this is know, even with that,
1: he's got bigger things to worry about it's not like the hair and makeup department can't handle a little fake beard right. that. Yeah. all the time yeah
2: yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So what I was saying, like, if I were you, man, in that situation, I would just mess with Kevin Feige. Like, yeah, I'll grow back in a few hours. No big deal.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I thought the joke was. It'll be back in a couple of weeks, because, like, <laughs> you know, to us, that might be a real thing, but to, to a white man growing a full beard in two weeks, that was the joke to me. <laughs> it didn't land. I, I,
0: I have never seen Kevin Feige with facial hair, so I don't even know he... He knows we can grow that fast. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah, that's true. He's a pretty clean-shaven guy, head and all,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, with the baseball cap. Kevin Feige is oh, exactly from New Jersey, I, I realized.
1: <laughs> oh, is he? I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, man. That's why he got the baseball cap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. uh, so tell us a little bit about, like, did you expect the Con family to be in this movie? Like, when did you find out you were going to be in this movie?
1: Um... It's funny, actually, they, uh, they had my manager's email address wrong, and they had been trying to email him and let him know for like three weeks. And, uh, and I was like, well, guess I'm not in the movie because the, the parents had already known and, you know, they, uh, they were aware that they were going to be in it. And I was just like, I guess I'm not. That's okay. That's fine. Whatever. And then uh, someone reached out directly to me and they're like, hey, we've been trying to reach your manager, but he won't respond. Um, but we want you to be in uh in a scene in the marbles. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool, yeah, that's awesome. Go to London for two weeks, you know, for free. They put me up, I do a scene in the movie, great. Um and uh and then so then I heard that they want me in two scenes, one scene in the beginning and one scene in the end. And then like 48 <laughs> hours before my flight to London. I get a call from the AD and he's like, Hey, so I know we told you to be here that to pack for like two to three weeks, but I just want to let you know that, uh, Kevin wants you to be in the whole movie. So pack for three months. And I'm like, Holy shit. I was supposed to go to London for two weeks, 48 hours before I'm going. You tell me to prepare to be gone for three months. Um, so then I did. Right. And, uh, And uh yeah, that's that's how it happened. I found out that I was gonna be in that much of the movie 48 hours before my flight.
2: That's wild. Um, how did your wife feel about that?
1: Well, that it kind of That's crazy she was was excited, right? Because like I was gonna go to London for two weeks alone. Her her passport was having issues at the time, like it was expired and she needed to, to renew it, but that didn't really give her the incentive to renew it because, well, he's going to be back in two weeks. But then when we found out that I'm gone for three months, she was like, yo, let's expedite this shit. Cause uh, cause I get a companion pass. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so it took a month for her passport to come in. Uh, so I was in London alone for a month. Uh, and then, uh, and then she came and she was there for two months. We were uh, living in an apartment in Mayfair. Which is one of the two blue pieces on on the British Monopoly board. So that that was nice. Um, Damn, like yeah, I was living life. I was living the. Oh, life. cool.
2: <laughs> Dope, dude. That's super awesome. Um, moving to the comments <laughs> real quick.
0: I was going to say, uh, speaking of your wife, what about your aunt's screen wife?
1: Yeah, I was really sad that she wasn't there. You know.
0: Oh, what happened to her?
1: I mean, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. You know. I wasn't supposed to be in the
0: movie as much as I was in the movie. The uh, uh, My theory yeah. is you can't travel in space if you're pregnant. I don't know.
1: I just don't know.
2: So real quick, let's go through the comments. Um, uh, Ron was asking, what was the most challenging part of being in the MCU? Um, okay. The most
1: challenging part of being in the MCU is... Checking my ego constantly, Mm -hmm. Uh, understanding that uh, I will always just be the brother of a superhero. Um, And, uh, you know, I'll be nothing more than that as far as long as I'm in the MCU. Um, That's honestly the most challenging part for Sagar as an actor. Is like understanding what, how far my career will go in the MCU. I'll never be a superhero and I'll never get the chance to now that I'm, you know, in the MCU just as uh, uh, the brother of a superhero, which is, I'm thankful to be there because if I wasn't there, who knows if I would be in the MCU ever, period. Um, But uh, other than that, I, I would say it's like just the, the hours and the time commitment on set. um, Sometimes you're there for like 12 hours and uh, you haven't even started. You're not even on set yet, you know? Wow. Sometimes you're there for 12 hours and then you uh, are about to go to set, but then they're like, oh, you know what? They push your scene to tomorrow. So then you're just like, damn, I was here for 12 hours, just sitting in my trailer. Uh, my phone's almost dead, uh, cause my charger didn't work and, <laughs> uh, and I could have done this and that all day today, but you know, um, they, they trying to not get in trouble here.
2: Of course. Of course. Do what you got to do, man. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, And uh, if anything,
2: we can always cut things out if you need us to, like, we don't want you to get in trouble.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But I'm also trying not to sound ungrateful because I really am.
2: What you're yeah. saying, like, it sounds like you know there are frustrations working in, in an industry like this, as there are in any industry, and yeah. uh, you know it's just part of the job. But no, Alhamdulillah, you're doing really well, man. So we're glad to see it, man. Yeah. And yeah. we're glad to have you like on the silver screen because you know representation is always lacking. I'm glad they got an actual you know Muslim person to like play the role, like yeah in fact my favorite scene in the marvels was that second scene you're talking about where you were like coming down from space and you were just saying the shahada over and over again yeah yeah (laughs) that was brilliant did you do that or was like that was part of the script
1: it wasn't a part of the script but I, i but i didn't improvise it it was uh that was the conversation um So like I said, right, I was only supposed to be in one to two scenes of the movie. And then I was told that, um, you know, Kevin wants you in the whole film. Um, That means they really had to make space for me um, because uh, the script wasn't written with me in mind, you know, being there the whole time. So everything that, you know, I did or said in the in the final cut, most of them, some of them were improvised, definitely, but uh, a lot of them were like conversations. Hey, what would Amr say in a moment like this? Like in a moment where he's seeing you know space for the first time, what would someone like Amr say? And I said, he'd say, Subhanallah, because like, you know, you see something as big and beautiful and grandiose as space. And the first thing you think of as a Muslim would be like, wow, subhanAllah, like God did this, you know? So they were conversations like that. What would Amr or someone like Amr do if he could be dying any second? And what would the answer be?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes perfect yeah. sense. Like, okay, so that's how that scene came to be. Because I was like, I don't think I, I, I've never thought about the day I would see someone just saying you know Shahada like that on a silver screen like it it was just different and it it made me so happy man like you have no idea how much I love that scene I'm so glad it was you that did it like yeah it was so good
1: it's a big moment you know like it's it's cool to be the one that like said the Atul in the MCU uh, recited Atul and recited Shahada in the MCU you know uh and it's so funny because like that's pretty far off from me but i have the knowledge yeah of course (laughs) you know so which is you know why authenticity and representation are so important because like had they not cast a muslim person for that role how would they bring what i bring to the role
2: exactly Exactly. You know, so, yeah, you know, absolutely.
1: Did Samuel? Did Samuel Jackson say "motherfucker" around this set? <laughs> all the fucking. That is time. another
2: question yeah. in the comments. Yeah.
1: All the time, he said it like. Yeah, he said it all the time, and it was so special. It's so special when Samuel Jackson calls you "motherfucker." You know, it's. it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a what what a privilege.
2: that's funny man like (laughs) i never thought i'd be so happy if somebody called me motherfucker but you're right if samuel jackson did that i would have loved it so i totally get that
0: (laughs) yeah
2: yeah all right Um, oh okay here's another question um does catering on set of halal food
1: not a single time
2: wow not even
1: on miss marvel actually
2: Ooh! And wow! That
1: was actually pretty surprising to me. I remember the first day on set for Miss Marvel, um, when when catering was there, there was like there was like pork options, and I was like,
2: "What?" I thought I thought
1: I thought I was going to be able to eat everything here, um, but yeah, that was not the case. At the end of the day, most of the uh, crew is still like white. And mm. you know, and the caterers are yeah, white for the most part. So like, it is what it is. You just gotta um, pick what you can eat, right? Makes sense. It's a we live in a white man's world and a white man's industry. That's true. Go for the vegetarian. We're, we're, we're taking out. over.
2: We're taking we're over. We're coming. So here's a question: um, You were known for ad libbing on the set of Miss Marvel. Did you do any of that here in the Marvels? I uh, well, I guess you kind of answered that already, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I mean, some of it did. Like some of it was like the uh, uh, the remote control thing that I did at the end when I tried to turn off Moniba. <laughs> that <laughs> I remember just seeing a remote in the box that I was like carrying. There was a bunch of random things in there, and I just grabbed it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna try to turn her off." And then I, <laughs> I was surprised they kept that. Um, uh what else like i said most of most of the things were conversations like i want to say even the part where i said uh like oh you got, oh you guys are the same age or something like that when dag who's played by my good friend abraham uh um when when yusuf asked dag how old are you and he said 300 and i was like oh same age I'm pretty sure I don't remember if that was improvised or not. I feel like that was a conversation, uh, or like, uh, and now Amr, um, can you just like uh, say something funny or something like that? And then I pitched a few things, and then it happened.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. No, it's wild. Like you would think that these movies would have like scripts all the way through, but it really sounds like you. It was, a lot of it was improvised, and it worked really well. So well, they
1: did have a script all the way through, but they, uh, they, they make. Um, changes pretty regularly throughout the process, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's a new script that's updated every day.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. Cause like we're not in the film industry, so we don't know any of this. Um, so you're I mean, saying
1: that's, that's a general, that's a general thing for every set that I've been on so far.
2: Wow. Yeah. Well, what other sets have you been on now that I'm, I'm just curious? Cause like,
1: well, I, I mean, there's the Marvel stuff, and then there's Deli Boys, which is uh, my new show. Oh, tell up. us about that. That I'm excited to talk about. That's a cool show. The it's, um, it's uh, me and okay, so it's me and Asif Ali. Do you guys know Asif Ali?
2: I know of him. I have never met him in person. Like I've met sure, him. yeah.
1: Um, so it's about two brothers who uh, whose dad moved to the U.S in like the eighties and it's a typical immigrant story where, you know, uh, came here with $3. He lived in a, in a one bedroom apartment with nine roommates, you know, uh, and they were all deadbeats. And he looked at him like these motherfuckers aren't gonna do shit with their lives, but me, I'm gonna make it. <laughs> and they, they lived upstairs from a gas station. Okay. And he worked at that gas station. And Sounds then, like a us. Cut, cut to, I know, right? Exactly. Cut to current day. Baba owns nine hundred gas stations, four hundred laundromats, et cetera. He's a fucking mogul, okay. And uh, and he has two sons, uh, Raj, who is the older brother, and he's like the stoner brother. He's like, yeah, I don't want to do any work. I just want to get an allowance from Baba, maybe a hundred thousand dollars a month, and I'm good. You guys, you guys do your thing, you know. And then there's Mir, the younger brother, who's like, you know, I want to, I want to take over the, 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 the company. I want to walk in Baba's footsteps. I want to do, be exactly like Baba. Right. And, uh, so those are the two brothers and Baba takes the two brothers golfing. And, uh, and he tells them like, you know, boys, I want to show you our new business venture. You're standing on it. You know, we're, we're going to get into the golf industry, blah, blah, blah. And then. Baba gets into a crazy accident and Baba dies. Oh no! And uh, and this is all oh, damn. public information. If you Google Delhi Boys. This part, I'm telling you everything that's already there. No spoilers that aren't a part of what's been released. Um, so then the the boys, you know, um, something needs to happen to the business, the 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 corporation. You know, there's a uh, there's people there's execs that want to take over but the boys also don't wanna lose all their dad's shit. Um, so then they go in and they're making a case for Mir, like this is why Mir should run the business. And then uh, and the, basically the FBI raids the entire operation while the brothers are <laughs> making their case. And so now the boys lose their dad and all of their money. Their houses are seized, their assets are frozen, everything is done, right? And, uh, and they find out that Baba was actually a kingpin, like, a, like a, the biggest oh, damn. coke distributor in America. And so that's actually the business that the boys are inheriting. And now they have to figure out how to run that business. And wow. wow that's, oh, that's where the first episode ends.
2: That sounds amazing. Yeah, uh, Neves is asking what yeah. streaming service is this on or what TV channel is it going to be on?
1: It's going to be on Hulu. We have we haven't started shooting it yet, but we will start shooting it early in January or maybe mid-January or something like that.
2: Cool, cool. Yeah. Oh, so, uh cool.
1: our and favorite it'll be out on Hulu. <laughs> yeah. It should I be out guys. I, I want to say I want to say it'll be out like I mean, don't quote me on this because I have no idea when they're going to release it, but I know it's not a super VFX heavy project like Marvel is, so it shouldn't take that long to release. I want to say it'll be out maybe in the summer and it'll be on Hulu. Yeah.
2: Great timing because we have another show that I'm looking forward to this summer. Um, Neves, you want to talk about that real quick?
0: Uh, No, I contractually cannot talk about it yet.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) All right, then. You can, you can you can text me. I want to know now. <laughs> oh, uh, it's it's a, it's a reality show. Oh, hey, say no more. You got it right.
0: It's like every brown person knows of this show. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's really cool. I'm really
0: excited for you, man. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll see. We'll see. They start filming in in two weeks. Wow,
1: wow, yeah, I, 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 have so many questions, but you yeah. know what? Maybe, maybe I'll interview you when that's out.
0: Yes, Yo, let's do it. That'd be
1: fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> It'll be haram nerds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's We've funny. always
2: thought about doing that uh, as a Patreon like exclusive kind of thing. Yeah. us unfiltered, yeah, like uncut this, is, this is like
1: your halal version, and then that one would be like your your your. Your fuckboy version of the same podcast,
0: exactly.
2: Because <laughs> exactly. uh, there are some nights here where I will just go off the rails, and I'll make some really bad jokes, and people are like, "Whoa, where did that come from?" And yeah, so they're yeah. like, "Okay, I gotta dial it back."
0: <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: but you know, yeah. that's the thing. Um, people, when you have like "Salam" in your uh, in your title, or "Halal" in your title, or something like that. People uh, expect uh, a level of um, of uh, decorum, I guess. That um, I inherently as a person just don't abide by that standard. I'm I'm a yeah. I'm, I'm a lot like lower class than that, I guess. <laughs> it's, it's, it's in their eyes, in their eyes.
0: I I know. always tell people, "Salam" is a universal word. For, for peace be upon yeah, you. And basically every religion in that speaks Arabic uses it. So don't hold literally. us to it. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. So I think that's really funny. Uh, speaking of that, though, I and I, uh, speaking of Arabic, one thing that I do like, and like a little reference or an Easter egg from Miss Marvel, is that Amr is the first one to tell Kamala, hey, say bismillah before you go to your driver's says," And then, you know, she takes this and she listens to it and then when she does her final move at the very end she says bismutla so it kind of shows that like she listens to her brother even though she's a superhero he's still such a big influence in her life and i love that dynamic between the two can you talk on that a little bit yeah
1: um yeah i mean it's it's like uh Amr is a lot older than kamala so like you You know, typically, I feel like in a a sibling relationship, um, I have two brothers, right? One of them is older and one of them is younger. And my older brother is, uh, he actually is, uh, like, I brought a lot of him into the Amr role. Because my older brother is, like, the more uh, religious one. He's the, um, and I wouldn't call him, like, he's not as religious as Amr is meant to be. He is involved with the masjid and he, you know, um he's uh he's just a better uh influence than me on our younger brother. Right. Mm-hmm. Um and so I took a lot of my older brother and I brought that into what Amr would be like to to play with that, right? And and um so what I was getting at is like. My younger brother is uh, influenced by both of us in different ways. And I think with me, he saw my mistakes and 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 tried a different way to achieve similar things. And I feel like uh, Kamala sees Amr's mistakes and he's a good person. So he doesn't make a lot of um, like tragic mistakes. He makes mistakes in the sense of like, um, I... I I just want to, I don't, you know, I don't want to work in a bank because it's Haram. I don't want to do this because it's Haram, whatever, you know, she, she takes what the best parts of him and, and uses them as her, uh, as her, as guidance. And she takes the parts that, you know, you know, he justifies through Islam, but it really kind of boils down to, um, him being kind of lazy. And Kamala is, is not a lazy person. Kamala is a very high-functioning, active person. She has to be doing something, whether it's drawing something or fan fiction or saving the world. She has to be doing something, right? So she keeps the goodness in her heart, the goodness that she has learned from her brother, while being the opposite of him by being super high-functioning and active.
2: That's a great way mm. to explain it, man. Yeah,
1: I just made that up right now, straight from the dome. I love Woo! that.
2: Yeah, well done, man. <laughs> ten out of yeah.
0: ten. Five. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. Uh, were there any scenes that you did that they did not keep that you that you that you wish they did?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can't say. Are you what allowed to did? tell us? Oh, okay. No, I can't say. But uh, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, you know I, what? I, I, there's I, I, one thing I could talk. About. There's one thing I could almost talk
1: got it about. out of you. Yeah, there's one thing I can talk about. There's two things that I wish made it. One, I don't think I can talk about. Two, I can definitely talk about because it, it was my idea and they just didn't do it. But um, you know what a kip up is? It's like a, it's like w- when you when you're on your ground on the ground and you
0: can like pop it up, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wrestlers do it all the time.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, I there was in the scene where Amr gets hit in the face, uh, like I can do a kip up, and so I I was like, hey, come on, let Amr have a cool moment, you know, let let the world see a side oh. of Amr that like that nobody's seen, and and so I was like, let him get knocked down and then do a kip up, like he's got he's got secrets. Everybody does. Right. And so we shot a version that Amr gets back up. You know, he gets knocked down and then he gets he does the kip up and gets back up. And uh, and I didn't I only found out that they didn't use that scene. On November 10th, when I watched the movie.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, inshallah yeah. next time. In season 2, we but we want to see a kip up.
1: <laughs> inshallah, man. If we go that if we get to do it, you know. I think uh, you know, I'm I'm lobbying that, for it, really man. Cool. I want to do a season 2. I want to do a season 2. Um, and yeah. I want Amr to, you know, be like a um not as I guess I feel like Amr can be pretty lame sometimes, you know? And I just want Amr to have tricks up his sleeve. I want him to be uh, uh, a little cooler. I think
0: there is an arc in the comic book where Amr temporarily gets powers, and then he gets taken into yeah. the FBI, and then he's telling the FBI, "I know the deal. I'm Muslim. I know how this works." <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny. That'd be a cool thing to play with. That
1: would be a cool. That would be a cool scene. Yeah. I just want. Well, I my- just really want Amr to have a moment.
2: You Yo, know. everybody watching, everybody listening to this podcast when it goes live, like tomorrow, day after, um, please, 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 tweet about this. Let people know you want to see a Miss Marvel season two. I yes. know there are about like a couple thousand of you that are listening. So yes, please, let's make a push and let's get a season two going because I am so hyped for this.
1: Yeah, yeah, season two would be so cool. And uh, you know, Iman is super. There's so excited. much story left to tell. So much, so much. I mean, come on, the last scene.
2: Yeah, you know,
1: yeah. I think, I think if we get a season two, it's going to be really good. And uh, and you know, like the the Marvels was really good, but it was a uh, it was a it was a shared story, right? And you, you give it back to like Sana Amanat. and uh, and it's 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 her baby, right? It's her. She fosters mm-hmm. it, cares for it. Like, um, like it is her life, and uh, and it's just so safe in her hands and so good. Everything Sana does is so good,
2: yeah. When we were talking about Miss Marvel last time, right, we kept saying that this is a love story to all South Asians, right? This is a love story for us, like, and yeah. New, New Jersey, absolutely right? And New yeah, Jersey, even. yeah we can't relate but you know what um we'll (laughs) give that to you all right you see the texas in his background right there (laughs) uh but yeah no. like if suna were to get it back (laughs) again i think that would be amazing and i'm i really do hope she does because yeah it was
1: oh yeah it's not happening without her you know like she's the one that's gonna make it happen um and it it just wouldn't be right if she wasn't if she didn't have season two I know she's working on a couple of other things right now, um, but uh,
0: yeah.
1: Hopefully, when uh, when those are done, um, you know, season two gets greenlit, and uh, and who knows, man.
2: Yeah, inshallah. inshallah, inshallah. All right, let's go to the comments real quick. Let's see, the Khan family really grounds the movie. What does it mean to see a brown family represented in the MCU? What do you hope those who don't share experience take away from seeing the Khan family?
1: Yeah, I, I really I agree with that. Even though we're a, a wacky bunch, <laughs> uh, we're the only normal people in the movie, I think, right? Uh, what does it mean to see a brown family represented in, MCU, in an MCU movie? I mean, that's huge, right? It's, yeah. It's huge. It's the biggest franchise in the world. It's like It's like if Dominic Toretto converted to Islam, People would lose their mind if Fast and the Furious was like, you know, (laughs) Fast and the Furious, yada, right?
0: (laughs) Yada. That'd be like insane. I mean, you would think that in the galaxy there might be someone who's Muslim. (laughs) You would hope, right?
1: I mean, there's got to be, right? If you think about it, if you think about it, right, we can't be, if God, you know, Made the entire universe, all the galaxies, everything. Right? Muslims can't be the only ones to go to to go to heaven because they haven't even heard of Islam. Why wouldn't they go? Or like they they got to have a, a, a their own religions in other Earth-like planets, you know, that are um, you know almost synonymous or at least like analogous to Earth's Islam. Otherwise, like. I don't know. Why would we be
2: the anomaly? No, you're right. In fact, the Quran says, you know, God created the heavens and the earths, and they're both plural, which really does mean that there are other worlds out there with other life, possibly. And um, I believe if I, you know, read the interpretations and all that correctly, it's that Islam would apply to us on this planet, but then every other planet would have their own Version of it in a different way. So yes, you are absolutely right about
0: that, man. <laughs> I, I think the Cree, I think the Cree might have a version of Islam because Hala is just one letter away from Halal. Wow,
1: <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. I, think we can sit on I that. can't even argue with it.
0: We can can't on argue that. with that. Yeah. much uh, what if there's the what if version if where Amr is power and it's the voice acting role? That would be cool. That would
1: be cool. That would I be can cool. confirm that that's not happening in season two.
0: Maybe, maybe what if season three? What about the zombie? I mean, we know that Kamala is in the zombie season. Any of the family might be joining her. Do we know that? Yeah, uh, in San Diego Comic Con, they released uh, images of Kamala Khan in the zombie uh, season.
1: Oh, got it. Yeah, I haven't seen that, and uh, yeah, I'm not a part of it.
0: Hopefully you're not dead.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Who cares? It's a a zombie version.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's so many multiverses. It doesn't matter. You're always alive in one of them.
1: That's true, yeah. And you know, in in the end of uh, season one, when Bruno was like, yeah, we checked Amir and your parents' uh, genetics, and it's you know, they don't say, share the same genes, the mutant gene as you, or whatever, the mutated gene. In that moment, I was like, fuck, they really nipped it in the bud, didn't they? <laughs> they, really, <laughs> they really said, Sagar, you will never
0: <laughs> become a mutant. Not on
1: this, not on Earth 616 or nine. Yeah.
0: But, your only uh, power is your beautiful beard that we have to fake now.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I'm not growing it back. I'm not growing it back.
0: You heard it here first.
1: That. Uh, Carlos. Actually... <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm going to get the power to actually mute his mother when she brings a baby. That's his only superpower.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's what you're stuck with, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's cool. <laughs> Man, listen, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, another thing that we wanted to thank you about, and people uh, definitely asked us to mention this, uh, you've been posting a lot about some of the stuff that's been going on in the world, and people really appreciate what you've been doing. It's good to see somebody of your caliber uh, to do that. It's not something we expect from everybody, but it's really amazing that you're going out of your way to to post that stuff.
1: Thank you, man. Yeah, honestly, it's... Uh... It's a, it's a really sad time in the world. And, uh, you know, I was really hesitant to even come on this podcast because I've been, uh, actively not promoting the movie and, uh, and, uh, you know, I just don't think it's important, you know, it's a fucking movie and like, yeah, people are dying and it's, you know, we're paying for it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I, I gave myself the, uh, like the permission to, I guess, I, I still don't feel like this was promoting the movie. I'm not saying, hey, go watch it, whatever. But, um, but, uh, you know, this is the Muslim Network, and I, I, I think we're all on the same page, uh, mm-hmm. about what's going on, and, um, and I don't give a fuck if my uh, job is on the line,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. I'll find another one. You know, I'll become a carpenter if I have to. I don't care. Hell, um, you
0: have the beard for it.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And the <laughs> no, nah, no, we really do appreciate that, and we've been, you know, following. You know BDS guideline where they're telling us to put pressure, and we do feel like we have to engage with people in order to put pressure on some of these companies. So that's what we've been doing. So we've been tr- trying to toe that line in, you know, engaging with these companies, but also pressuring them to do the right thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what we got to do, right? Everybody's got a voice, and and if you're not using it, why are you here?
0: Exactly. Absolutely. What's the point? Yeah. So yeah. Absolutely. Well, with that being said, man, I... Wait, wait, wait. What's up? One more comment. Oh, I know what you're going to do. <laughs>
2: Quake- so, <soccer>. uh, <laughs> this guy, Dirty Goat Smuggler, as he's called now, on every episode of our podcast, he will come in and ask about Quake. <laughs> and Quake is this uh, Marvel hero where she's... uh She's so- from the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Um, and so this and guy's then, been trying to manifest Quake in the MCU for so long. So just yeah. for funsies
1: Yeah, they, <laughs> they cut, cut her uh, scene. They cut all of her scenes, man. <laughs> <laughs> they cut you know, it was supposed to be uh uh Captain Marvel, Monica Rambo, Miss Marvel, and Quake. They were all four Damn. there on set the entire time. And I can't even tell you who plays Quake because that would be breaking NDA. Um, but I'll tell you, man, she
0: was good. I'm going to clip this part, and people are going to think it's real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> it's real. It's absolutely real. We believe it. It's real. <laughs> Alright, man. Jazz, any more questions before we go? Um, Hold on. Let me just go through the comments real
2: quick. How cool was Tayona Paris? She was really yeah, cool.
1: I-, I liked her a lot. Um, yeah, I just saw her the other day. Um, she's super nice. She just had a baby. Um, yeah. She doesn't live in LA, uh, so I-, I don't see her that often. Um, but yeah, she's super nice. It's fun to work with her, um, but my guy Sam, Samuel Jackson, uh, he he's the best. He's the best. Uh, here's a fun story about Samuel Jackson. So um, I I I really like Dave's hot chicken, as does everybody, and uh, and I know that he owns a, a part of Dave's, and so I I uh, I asked him, and I was like, uh, Sam, uh, you know, I heard you or you have a, a steak in, in Dave's. And he's like, Dave's hot chicken. And I was like, yeah, yeah, Dave's hot chicken. He's like, yeah, I love Dave's, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and he's like, whenever we're back in LA, let me know. We'll go and I'll get you some some free Dave's. And I was like, fuck yeah, Samuel Jackson, fuck yeah. Getting me some Dave's. And then the next day he came in and I'm looking for this picture. So the next day he comes in to work and, and he shows me this, this card that he has that every time he goes into Dave's, he presents this card, which I'm still looking for, but it's here. It's coming. It's worth it.
0: Is it like unlimited free chicken?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a...
0: <laughs> no. <player>. Wow. Sam,
1: <laughs> Samuel Jackson, so Dave's Chicken card, right? <laughs> that's the MX. Like, you know, Sam, let me get a picture of that real quick. Oh,
2: that's, that's so, so
0: cool. Funny.
1: Yeah,
2: and, that's the and,
0: actual
1: and, design. Yeah, of the Amex
0: Black Card, but they yeah, exactly. did the chicken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so asking what's in your wallet. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> uh, so and then
1: I reached out, and he never responded. So
0: uh, oh, man, we need some Samuel uh, Jackson hot. He's chicken. really
1: cool. He's really cool. He actually, at, on our last day, uh, he was like uh, uh, the last time I saw him. Literally, uh, he was like, uh, "Reach out to me." And I said, "I said how?" And he was getting in his car, and he goes, huh, "I'll reach out to you." And, then, <laughs> and, then, and then he leaves. And 30 minutes later, I get a notification: Samuel Jackson's followed you on Instagram. and <gasps> then, uh, Wow! And then he sent me a DM, and it said, "SLJ dash phone number."
0: Wow!
1: Wow! Insane!
0: That's the coolest thing that's ever happened to anybody I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i mean how will i top that i peaked, I've yeah. peaked. <laughs> where do i go from here
0: i don't know man who i don't know you
1: follow me who can dm me their phone number and it would be cooler than this
0: nobody that's shaft bro that's fucking shaft that's, that. that's nick fury yeah, dude
1: I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, I can't think of anybody. Like, yeah, no you peaked, man. There's there, wow. the, the answer is there is no one. No. I mean, Shah Rukh Khan, but like, you know, it's not the same. I, it's no, It's like, if
2: anything, it's at the same level. It's not higher or anything. Like, right?
0: Yeah, got that, that badass I you've,
2: factor. You've hit the ceiling. Damn, I dude!
1: Do I don't know what to do from here. It's why I don't care if I lose my job.
0: <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Can't can't get higher than that. No, that's yeah. true. But but we would love to have you back on once your show on Hulu drops. We would love to watch it and recap that those episodes too. That looks like a really fun show.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. We can do it for sure. Uh, again, I don't know when it comes out. I have a feeling it's going to be around summer twenty four. We'll be around. Um, but well, maybe not, because we'll probably be shooting until like May. And uh, and then we'll see.
2: Yeah, it might be a fall show then, just to give yeah, it some man. time to like market and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah true. All, All right, right anyway, last question. Uh yeah. Yeah. So the question is can Sagar talk for a few moments about Nia da Costa? She seems to be getting railroaded right now.
0: And that's the reference to all the variety articles that have been coming out, which like you guys are probably like listening to and being like, This is so BS because some of it is so wrong and it's been proven wrong over and over again.
1: It really is. I mean Nia look, I've only worked with like six directors in my life, four of them being on Miss Marvel, one of them on the Marvels and one of them on the new show. Nia's awesome, dude. She's so cool. She's so smart. She's like super excited about everything she works on and she comes to it through such an analytical approach and such a she's she really is like an actor's director. You know, she cares about every detail of, of the project and everything is a conversation. She just wants everything to be like, like good. And she wants everybody to be happy. Deadline put an article saying she bailed him on a casting entry screening of the movie, which is bullshit. It was her fucking birthday. <laughs> and we were all at her birthday party. None of us went because we were all out celebrating her birthday.
0: Wow. <laughs> Yo, they're reaching. They're reaching so hard. They've got a yeah. vendetta against Marvel. <laughs> Honestly... And
1: I don't want to talk too much about this because I don't want to overstep, but I feel like uh, like these the, the trades, you know, Variety, Deadline, Hollywood Reporter, um, they, along with misogyny and the strike and uh, among other things, they were really trying to set this movie up to fail. Yeah. Yes. 100% you know?
0: agreed a lot of people have been saying that.
1: Yeah. And, um, and that really sucks because a lot of people worked really hard on this movie and we were having such a good time doing it. And, and we were so excited about it. And, you know, we rolled with all the punches. Um, and then just to, just to see like all these fucking like jerk offs living in their mom's basement. Talking about how they're not going to watch it. And, you know. And, yeah, I mean, it's like you just you would expect it from from those guys, you know, from people like that. You wouldn't expect it from the trades of your own industry, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But. Fucking right. We move. Fuck Yeah. Hell yeah, man. I like this comment right here.
0: People had already uh, pre-ordered their hate for this movie. before It even came out. Yeah, truly. Truly.
1: And those same people, a lot of them, are like, oh, yo, I actually watched the Marvels, and it was pretty good. But the damage is fucking done, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not only did they hurt the movie, but they hurt all the actors and writers and directors on the movie, not just by their comments, but, like, we make... Money on the back end, mm-hmm. and the movie didn't do well, so we're not making money.
2: Very true, Very And true.
1: that hurts because we are. I can at least speak for you know for me and Iman and the parents. You know, like we worked hard, man, and yeah. we're all you know relatively new, especially me and Iman, right? You know, right. I've been around doing this for a long time, but my career is just taking off and I want the things that I do to, to do well. And, um, and it feels like we got stuck in the crosshairs of like this weird moment that that, you know, um, they say Marvel is having. Uh, yeah. And uh, and it sucks because like, you know, we were excited and hopeful and we worked really hard uh, only to just like get, get shit on by by you know people that never wanted to like it they didn't want to give it a chance to like it they wanted so badly to hate it and they got what they wanted at the expense of us you know being able to pay rents mm-hmm.
0: and the the thing is they have this idea that if they keep shitting on these movies with female leads and diverse you know, actors, we'll go back to just casting all white men in their 20s again, which is never going to happen. We have passed that point as society. We're not going to go back there. Yeah. There's nobody watching these like movies with an old white cast because it feels weird now. We're, we're too like. It, it just doesn't feel right anymore. So yeah. these people hoping that they'll just shit on movies and things will go back to the way they were—it's it, it's useless. It's pointless.
1: You're right, but here's the thing, right? Um. Uh. Numbers don't lie, right? But um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: people do, and uh, and if people can lie enough to uh manipulate the emotions of people to make the numbers not lie and and it'll fail a box office, right? Like if if, if something's doing really well, you can see that with the numbers. And if mm-hmm. something isn't doing really well, you can also see that with the numbers. If something was supposed to do well, like this movie, you know, which I still think is a good movie. And it did it's great. It did it did it did well. It should have done a lot better. But because people lie or hate or whatever, um, they, you know, manipulated people's emotions and feelings and and made people decide that they weren't going to watch this movie. And, 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 it, and it made it what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Very true. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, it, it
1: is really what it suck. is. We, we move on, you know, like, we'll, sure. we just have to, uh, you know, use this momentum to get the next job and 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 uh and hopefully that one is better or yeah you know, hopefully people don't hate it pre-order their hate
0: exactly yeah. exactly and hopefully when it gets on disney plus you know maybe maybe it'll make some moves there so that might be that might be an option
2: actually that's a question now that you mentioned it. um do you get like streaming residuals now with the new sag after deal or do you well, not know <laughs>
1: I don't think the 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 deal is going to get ratified.
2: Oh
1: I think, wow! I think more than fifty percent of people are going to vote no to ratifying it. I don't think it's a great deal, especially because they won't give us details. Yeah, you know they. Oh, they still haven't
2: given you all details.
1: Yeah, no. Um, but that being said, if it were to get ratified, uh, this would probably be like. Grandfathered in to the old. Oh,
2: because it was before it was shot and everything before.
1: Yeah, I don't, oh. know, how that I don't know how that works. I will. I uh, need to talk to my team about that because, because uh, I'll tell you right now, the streaming on Miss Marvel is not great. This I just got this check in the other day, and uh, it is pretty sad.
0: Nah, for no, a, we don't want to
1: for a year of residuals.
0: <sighs> Hate to see that,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, but hey, man, I no, stay strong, life. yeah. Chose we
2: chose it, we chose yeah. this life. We're gonna advocate for you guys. We support supported strike, we're gonna support you all the way, man, like always. Like, just yeah, man. There. we got you.
1: <laughs> yes. I appreciate yeah. it for sure.
0: Absolutely, man. And open invite. You ever want to come on our show, promote whatever you want to promote, man. You're always welcome here. Even if you want to just come out here and bitch at people, we'll bitch at them with you. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it, guys. All right, man. Well, thank you for being on our show. And until next time, guys, salam, nerds. Hey, salam. Peace.